This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Third down and 10 at the 11. Rattler. Play fake. Rattler. Dancing. Squares. Fires! Touchdown, Oklahoma! Marvin Mims, the talented freshman out of Frisco. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. We've got a lot to get to over the course of the rest of the show, including baseball, big cards tonight, some big games, Mets at Phillies, NL East, a lot going on. And we'll get to it all. But you know what we got to do right now, Joe? Hmm. We have to look ahead a little bit here. We did it yesterday, kind of week one, our first early look at week one in the NFL. Well, let's do it with college football. We're a few weeks away from the college season starting. Then we get those first okay. few games right on that August 28th week. And then it kind of trickles into that next week where almost everyone will be playing by Labor Day weekend. We are close now. We are really close to college football, really close to all football. Let's look at it. Yes, I've got some games that uh, I've got marked down, some Pretty significant line movement already, even though we're a few weeks away. But I do need to just clarify something after our conversation with Brad Evans. I was wondering, after he dropped the uh, crank the melon camp to 12, it's going to Jalen Hurts so good. Are you going to steal that and use it nightly on WIP? There's no question. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean you're a Hurts like, guy. Like, like, we, doing this business. We, we all steal things, right? Like, we yes. just steal bits and ideas and things. Yes, that one. There was already a video. I sent it to you guys. There was a video floating out there uh, last year when Hertz took over for Wentz, when someone kind of spliced uh, Wentz screaming on the sideline and Hertz coming in the game, and then they spliced in John Cougar Mellicamp, and they heard so good songs. Oh, really? So, yeah. So that's that's kind of been out there, but I might have to use it. Yes, it's it's too good not to. Some very 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 strong references with the soft rock. You got Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel's <laughs> waiting for air supply. We're all out of Jordan Love. Uh, terrific conversation with Brad. Can't wait to talk to him during the year. But uh, yeah, I've got a few games uh, circled. How many uh, college football games? I guess they call it Week Zero, Week Zero slash Week One. Um, are, are there a number that you're taking a look at? Any specific conference that you're looking at? So maybe uh, we have a common thread on some games here. Yeah. So in the cup, I mean, the two big ones early on that I just I can't wait to watch. Alabama at Miami is the first one I looked at. We had uh, our guest on yesterday um, when we talked a little college football Heisman Trophy, right? We talked, and the quarterback at Miami King, you know, could he put himself yeah. in the Heisman Trophy race? And the interesting thought um, yesterday when we were talking about it was like, hey, he doesn't have to, Miami doesn't have to win that game. It's a matter of can they stay close? They're 18 and a half point home underdogs to Alabama, which makes sense. It's Alabama, right? This is no one. There's no shame to being a gigantic underdog to Alabama. Everyone is. But I thought that the thought was yesterday we heard on the show was interesting. If the quarterback out of Miami, who you could find him now 
he's in that top, I'd say, seven or eight of the Heisman uh, odds. If he has himself a big game and they keep it close, that's what happens, right? All of a sudden it's like, oh, he's for real. Oh, Miami mm-hmm. might be pretty good. Oh, he might be in the Heisman race. So I don't think Miami upsets them. I don't think it's a, a shocker to start the season or anything like that. But I'll be I'll be looking at that game, Joe, from the Heisman Trophy perspective. Um, you know, can can the quarterback at Miami put himself in the mix? Are you going to take any team but Alabama to win the title? No. Are you going to have a money tree? <laughs> how can, how can you? <laughs> yeah. How can you? It's um, you could I make mean, a case for Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. I think Oklahoma is expected to be in the playoff, and then there's going to be that wild card for that one other team, likely. Right. Um, I'm looking at uh, August 28th is when we get a few games. We get a few games there. And, you know, I've got to take a look at Illinois. Illinois, Nebraska got a Big Ten matchup that weekend. The line movement really popped to me because it went from Nebraska favored by nine and a half down to seven. And I agree with that move. I understand the thinking there. I mean, why why is are the Cornhuskers favored by almost double digits? Like that's pretty wild to me. They're going to have a bad offensive line. Adrian Martinez under center for the 19th consecutive season. I mean, every year I hear how great he's going to be. I'm like, just stop. We we can just stop this. Uh, Scott Frost really needs a a jump as far as wins go this year. And everything in Illinois is going to be new. new. They bring in Brett Bielema. Bielema. A lot of uh, Illinois fans, this might surprise you because football, you don't really think about it. They're bottom third you know in the conference they're a basketball school there were some people disappointed i'm like from lovey smith to bielema that's an impressive jump yeah i'm expecting something closer to the wisconsin version of bielema i'm not going to get hung up on what he couldn't accomplish in the greatest college football conference in the world uh in the sec with what he was not able to do at arkansas and he did have one pretty good year there the problem is going to be their quarterback play but we talked to Phil Steele the other day. Uh, he looks at the Illini as a team that could impress. Uh, they're going to win with their offensive line and their run game. Not so much quarterback when Peter's here. But a- as far as win totals, I know the Illini one is three. I could see these teams going back and forth, maybe end up tied at the end of the season. For Nebraska to be north of a touchdown favorite, I'm not buying that. I, I understand the movement here and why people are taking the points with Illinois. I do too, but that is interesting. And I agree with you on uh, on Belima and him coming from – look, what you do, if you go to one of those non-traditional SEC schools, right? you're like, he's at Arkansas. He's going oh, up shot. against the big boys at LSU at Alabama. You've got no chance. I mean, I know some of these guys have done a pretty good job at, you know, at a place like Mississippi State, and then he parlayed that to the job at Florida. Like This happens once in a while, but it's hard to sustain winning. So I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a big coaching move for them. Another one that I'm looking at, Joe, just – I mean, this feels like a playoff. I love when they do this. Like you get the playoff kind of caliber matchups in week one to start off the season. Georgia Clemson is a playoff yeah. matchup. And, uh, you know, I've read, read a lot of good things about Georgia this year, including Phil Steele. We had him on earlier this week. And his, I mean, he doesn't think the gap between Alabama and Georgia is much this year. I mean, he's got them pretty close. Alabama better, but pretty close, which tells you a lot about Georgia. They're getting three and a half points here. At Clemson, which it's Clemson, right? So you understand why they're dogs. But the fact that it's a pretty close spread tells you a lot about Georgia. And I think this is another one where you could see a Heisman Trophy kind of start for either of these quarterbacks, including JT Daniels from Georgia, who might be the most under-the-radar really good quarterback in college football. So that one, that's, that's just a fun way to start the season. Georgia, Clemson. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Three and yeah, a half. If you take a look at some of the SEC odds, um, it's not as much value as you might expect on Georgia. So that should, that should tell you something. And some of the, some of the national college football experts that we've spoken with, like, yeah, of course you're, if you're picking them just to win, you're going to take Alabama, but I don't think it's as clear cut as many people believe. How about another big one? And this is in the Midwest. I don't, they won't be two playoff teams, but they could both be in the mix for the top of the big 10 since we're going to have a quarterback change in Ohio state. How about Wisconsin and Penn state? The Nittany lions really disappointed last year. Now James Franklin's done a nice job overall, you know, this, uh, but four and five, a lot of disappointment there last season. Sean Clifford uh, did, didn't quite meet expectations. Uh, we mentioned Steele a couple times. He had him as his number two, number two surprise team in the country behind Washington. He's big on Wisconsin. Er, remember early in the year, um, Wisconsin fans have been, you know, clamoring for a real quarterback prospect for years and years. It always feels like they're just a quarterback away from being really a, a top five team in the country. Well, early in the season against Illinois, who we found out stinks. Jake uh, Hassan, that's for you. Uh, Graham Mertz, though, he looked unbelievable. There, there was actually chatter after the first week or so. Maybe this guy can be in the Heisman race. Well, he got a shoulder injury injured that was part of the problem all season long you know what the badgers are they're going to have great line play especially on the offensive line nothing nothing to be concerned there so I, i'm looking forward to, to what we're going to get out of wisconsin i don't know that we can look too much into last year because they stopped it with covid and all that stuff um wisconsin some books have three and a half some four and a half I like the Badgers to open the season against Penn State. Yeah, that's a fun one. And and someone who's watched a lot of James Franklin locally, I, I can tell you, Joe, he is a an outstanding recruiter and mm-hmm. a program builder. He's a brutal coach. Like he's a brutal yeah. coach on Saturdays. And it's it's why they they excite, they tease, but ultimately they've been really nowhere near a playoff, even though they've had some players that make you believe like they got a shot at it but he's just not a good Saturday coach. That's a fun game. Let me give you one that's a, a way bigger spread. It's a, it's a, actually the weekend zero, like you called it, week zero. I think the 28th of August, a couple weeks away. Hawaii, UCLA. I'm watching for one reason. Oh. It, is the Chip Kelly thing going to totally fall apart back in college too? That's great, yeah. We watched it fall apart in the NFL. Got off to a very nice start. Playoffs with the Eagles, 10 games his second year. Then he took over GM power, went bad in Philadelphia, but really had a winning record with the Eagles. It wasn't all bad. Goes to 49ers terrible and he went back to college and i was like all right this is where he belongs and you look at his record at ucla three and nine four and eight three and four last year in a shortened season yep. because of covid they're 16 and a half point favorites against hawaii like does anyone in college football need a win in week one more than chip kelly yeah this is week zero it's funny because i wanted to talk about ucla in week one so uh, i can do that here they're going up against lsu yes lsu Right now, LSU is favored by four at UCLA. So I think there's you can take either viewpoint on Chip Kelly. If you're saying he's failing again, I understand where you're coming from. Three years with the Bruins, a 10 and 15 record. This is the year. Now, in his third season, it was limited, limited play, like you mentioned. But 
if you uh, take a, a deeper dive into the offensive and defensive units, both of them did take significant jumps. So how is it going to look on the field this year? I thought LSU would be favored by more than four. Yeah, four is interesting. Yeah. I mean, think about that. So week zero, 16 and a half point favorite over Hawaii. Yeah. And then the week later, four, only four point underdogs to LSU. It, it tells you that obviously there's some talent there at UCLA. The cupboard com- is not completely bare. Well, you know, I, I don't I don't think they're going to be in the conversation to win the SEC like they were when Joe Burrow was there. But LSU, with what Ed Orgeron is doing, is going to be interesting to monitor this year because he brought he's like, OK, uh, we lost Joe Brady last year. It was a mess. Um, they brought in a new offensive coordinator. His name is Jake Peets. This is a guy that was under Brady when he was at LSU. So they're going back to that well. Uh, try and see if they could find something. You're not going to find another Joe Brady, okay? But they think there's something there with Miles Brennan. Um, um, many of the analysts out there believe that, that that bar none, they have the best cornerbacks in the country. And if you look at some of the rankings um, with their classes that Ed Argeron's been bringing in recently, this is why he still has his job. Even though, I mean, he just you know they just won the title here, but. Um, they don't have a lot of patience down there in the SEC, especially at spots like LSU. But he had a top three class, top three class. So I'm fascinated to see what uh, they can do at LSU this season. I- I'm taking a look at that minus four in week one at UCLA. So do you wait on this or do you take it now? Let's let's kind of because UCLA is a game, as we mentioned, they're going to play Hawaii first. How do you play this if you like the four right now with UCLA? Let's just say UCLA blows the doors off of Hawaii, right? They get off to a good start. Chip Kelly feels good about it. They feel good about Chip Kelly after week one. Does that line move? Is there any movement? Does it come closer to three and a half because UCLA is coming off a win and look good? Or do you think it stays exactly where it is? Because if it's going to move, you could have some value to wait. I don't think it would move based on a, uh, a romping of Hawaii. Hawaii. I don't think so. Now, when the public comes in, public has not checked in on any of these numbers. When the public does start betting, what are they going to do? Are, are they going to do their research? They're going to look up what's happening with these two teams, or most likely when they're looking for action on that week one, are they going to say, hmm, SEC versus Pac-12. Chip Kelly is disappointed so far. I think a lot of people are going to jump on LSU, and that uh, would make a lot of sense. So I, I think this could actually climb a little bit. Yeah, it could, right? And that would that would change the way you view the game. I, I, I do you like that they do the uh, kind of soft week zero before we get to week one? Yeah, I'd rather yeah. have football than not. Well, I would too, right? Yeah. And it, and it kind of bridges that gap, especially this year, Joe, because it's weird with the preseason NFL schedule, three games, right? Not four anymore, and there's a pretty large gap now in the NFL preseason before we like the end of the NFL preseason before week one. Mm-hmm. It's like a three. It's like a two and two week gap. I think a two a full two week gap between the last NFL preseason ah. game and then week one of the NFL season. Which you know what bridges that gap? College football. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. Uh, one one other one that I quickly want to mention. It opened Northwestern minus seven and a half. I agree with this move as well. It's down to four four and a half at some spots. Mel Tucker. I mean, he didn't have much of a shot last year. Year one, um, in East Lansing, and it's a COVID season. Northwestern has lost a ton a ton uh i think they're going to have some issues have, after having a very strong season a year ago it wouldn't surprise me if uh sparty shocks the world so i understand that move yeah i do too all right coming up on the other side we have ourselves an mlb slate to talk about we'll do that next beck ql daily presented by fandle sportsbook 
on the BetQL network. And let me tell you guys about FanDuel. You guys can add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sports. But there's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Place a bet on any single game you want. If you don't win, you get your money back. FanDuel will refund you here. Seriously, there's zero strings attached to this thing. Place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you get your entire bet, whatever it is, right up to $1,000 back in site credit. And look, there's so many reasons to hop on here. I love the odds boost, especially if you love something. You feel like, man, I like that one. They give you the odds boost. You jump on it. You can go from you know minus money to plus money on the same exact wage you're going to make pretty darn quickly. One of my favorite aspects of the FanDuel app. Don't download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code BETQL so they know I say that's FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code BETQL must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or Western. Your first online real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms FanDuel Sportsbook. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-470. 1-800-BETS, 1-800-GAMBLER.COM. <laughs>